The Department of Health and Human Services Office for Civil Rights recently wrapped up analysis of its pilot HIPAA audit program, which involved auditing 115 covered entities in 2012. I'm Marianne Kolbesek McGee, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. I'm speaking with Vern Rinker, an OCR Health Information Privacy Specialist, who will explain some of the key findings from the audit program and where the program is headed. Hi, Vern. Hi. <laughs> OCR audited 115 covered entities last year. Based on the analysis of the pilot audit program, what are the key findings? So there were no clear trends when it came to the privacy findings. Um, However, a couple of trouble spots uh, represented with a high number of organizations. Approximately 44% had findings related to their uses and disclosures of PHI, and about 20% had findings related to their notice of privacy practices. When it came to their failure to meet privacy administrative elements, almost half of the covered entities, about 47%, had findings related to policies and procedures and another 26% 26% sorry, had training deficiencies. As for security, findings were across the board from risk analysis to contingency planning and backups. A total of 58 of 59 providers had at least one security finding or observation. Two-thirds of all the covered entities audited had no complete and accurate risk assessment, which is a particular concern. For providers, 47 of 59 did not have a complete risk assessment. Almost every covered entity that did not have any findings or observations met their security addressable implementation specifications by fully implementing the addressable specification, for example, using encryption. What are the biggest challenges that organizations are having the most trouble with in terms of HIPAA compliance, and who is having the most trouble? So we learned a lot from our pilots, and our findings have been all over the map in the privacy and security areas. The risk analysis and ongoing risk management certainly stands out as a significant challenge. found that those auditees who were not doing it, not doing that risk analysis, or who were doing it poorly, showed a much broader pattern of noncompliance with the rules. When will the program resume? So our director, Leon Rodriguez, has expressed his hope that in fiscal year 2014, the fiscal year which begins in October of this year, uh, but sometime within that fiscal year, that we'll be back doing audits. Will business associates be audited as well as covered entities in the next round? We certainly hope to look at business associates as well as covered entities in the next round. You mentioned in your speech earlier that there may be an update for the audit protocol based on HIPAA Omnibus. When might that happen? We're working on that currently. Uh, the biggest driver for us was really having the omnibus out itself. So since, we're, since that is out now, we're beginning the internal process of updating our audit protocol. But that's an important caution that our current website only has our pre-high-tech audit protocol to the extent that those provisions, the criteria will change. Then we're going to signify that on our website when we do finally publish uh, the audit protocol that would be in compliance with the high-tech standards. Now, will the program be expanded? For instance, will there be more than 115 organizations audited, or what might happen next? 
So for the 115 entities that we audited, it's important to understand that we looked at approximately 59 individual requirements. So that's actually a substantial uh, amount of the privacy, security, and breach notification standards. Um, it's unlikely that we would stand up a permanent program that would be so comprehensive in its scope. So our future, in the future, rather than doing a much more comprehensive approach, it would be much more streamlined. So we would look at a, a smaller set or a smaller scope of the, of the criteria of the various rules, but be able to look at those in a broader range of entities, um, certainly, uh, again, within the covered entities as well as the business associates. Um, it's so with that smaller scope of requirements that we would be looking at, we would be able to reach a much broader uh, group of covered entities and business associates altogether. How should organizations best prepare for an, for an audit? So the top tip is to really have an active, integrated, fully functional HIPAA compliance program that's already in place. Certainly, uh, going and looking at the protocol that we have on our website would be one stop for entities to assess their own, uh, how they measure up with that in existence. Uh, there are additional resources that are coming online, for example, a toolkit uh, sponsored by NIST, the National Institutes of Standards and Technology, walking their requirements to HIPAA requirements. And I believe ONC, the Office's National Coordinator, has also developed some guidance uh, particularly applicable to the development of HIT, uh, the implementation of HIT with providers. What's your best advice for how organizations can improve their HIPAA compliance based on what you've found during these audits? So since we're at a security conference, I think the number one, uh, the number one suggestion is risk analysis. And risk analysis needs to be comprehensive. Uh, it needs to look at all the systems because these are constantly changing as organizations change their IT infrastructure. It needs to be ongoing, which also catches not only the new uh, the new systems that are coming online, but also catches changes in the existing systems and the existing business lines of entities. And it needs to be a regular part of their business. It needs to be on their uh, corporate radar and in their culture of Clients. Thanks, Vern. I've been speaking with Vern Rinker of OCR. I'm Marianne Kolbesek-McGee, Managing Editor of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.